Hey there, fellow entrepreneurs. If you're tired of complicated domain management, I've got the solution for you, Hover.com. Hover makes registering and managing domains a breeze. Their clean interface and hassle-free experience will save you time and frustration. No upsells, no hidden fees, just straightforward domain services. Plus, Hover offers top-notch customer support. Make your life easier. Head over to stigmasandopenwombs.com slash hover and simplify your domain journey with Hover. everyone welcome to a new stigmas and open wounds i'm tracy and i'm eric all right so how you doing today eric you've been recording a lot of uh podcasts lately and i'm just adding another one to your list that is very true and she's also breaking all my podcast equipment too in the process so i you're the one who added a new podcasting uh box so (laughs) i don't think i'm the one who's to blame here (laughs) so uh I got a break in my migraines, so uh, we decided that this morning is is the day to record. And ironically, the subject of today is migraines and the stigma they carry. So yeah, uh, I'm just going to jump right in. And uh, in case people don't know, migraines, they're not just headaches. And I know a lot of people think that. They're like, hey guys, You know, you can just get over this. It's just a headache. No big deal. You know, in an hour, come on out when you're when you're over that. But uh, it is more than a headache. So sorry. You know, I can't just get over it. And yeah, there's some days that they're they're less than others. But uh, there's a lot to a migraine. You know, they they are they're pretty intense. They're they carry they carry a lot with them. They carry nausea, they carry sensitivity to the light, all that stuff. So I'm going to let you in on, on a lot of their, their stigmas, a lot of, a lot of stuff that they carry with them. So we're going to start off with things that a lot of people who, who have migraines wish that other people knew about it. So the first thing is we kind of wish that you knew that they were more than a headache. So when I have a migraine, I tend to get sensitivity to light, nausea, a whole bag of things. Uh, these are these are a lot of times called auras. So a lot of times when I'm going to get a migraine, I'm like, oh no, okay, I'm getting sensitivity to light, sensitivity to sound, uh, a whole bag of things. So a lot of times I'm kind of in for the day, in for multiple days sometimes. So when people say it's just a headache, don't worry about it. I can't just not worry about it. Now, sometimes when Eric gets a headache, he can just take some Excedrin and he's over it. There are other days where he he lasts it lasts for for an entire day for him. So now you can see the flaw in Tracy's Tracy's working here because she just referred to when I get a headache. Which well, I mean, she's not right, referring right. to me as getting a headache. She's referring to me as getting a migraine. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was that was a huge slip up of me. No, and and I guess that's the thing because I do think that when when you get a migraine, though, I do think that you don't carry as much with you. You you do sometimes get nauseous, but like the difference between us is when we get nauseous, you say I have to eat, and I say 
the sight of food makes me sick. So there are definite differences between people with, with migraines. So some people get absolutely no auras. And I'm going to touch on what auras are. Uh, but right now, I'll just kind of quickly tell you, auras are the things that we we get when we get a migraine. So for instance, the loss of vision, the nausea, etc. So some people get nothing, whereas some people get a whole slew of things. If I'm lucky, I get nothing with it. I just get the pounding be- behind the eye, etc. Uh, but other people get, uh, you know, they get everything. So So yeah, you might get nothing, you might get everything. Uh, a lot of times Eric might just get, you know, if he has a, a bad, bad morning, whatever, he might just wake up and be like, okay, I just need to take two excited. My, my eye hurts, my head hurts, whatever. There's other mornings where he's like, I got to eat breakfast now. I'm not feeling so great in the stomach where I'm like, breakfast is all you. My stomach is upset. So, so yeah. Uh, another thing that a lot of us wish other people knew is that, yeah, we want you to turn down the lights. We got sensitivity to to the light. So a lot of times, especially in the U.S., uh, there's bright lights everywhere in terms of, you know, in public places. You know, they want you to see all the beautiful things that they put up, you know, in the public places. And that is the worst, pl- worst places for me to go, especially, I mean, I don't want to go out in public anyway when I have a migraine because it's loud and everything. But, uh, but I've noticed, man, the U.S. is horrible for, for bright lighting. So it is the worst. And, and so, so a lot of us who have migraines will wear, like, whether it's special sunglasses or just sunglasses in general, we'll wear sunglasses to tint our eyes because bright lighting is hard because we'll have sensitivity to lights we also might have sensitivity to sound because all of this stuff, yeah, it's going on in our head it, and it does go on in our entire body. So like I said, it's not just behind the eye. It's not just in our head. It affects our entire body. So yeah, some of you who say maybe I've never had a headache in my life or I've only had a minor headache. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of you. I might even say I hate you sometimes. <laughs> so you might see some of us you know, crazy people, whatever you want to call us, we might be carrying our own sunglasses, earplugs, whatever, because we're going to have ringing in our ears. Sometimes we might have sensitivity to light. Uh, I mean, noise, it can just be the worst thing ever. Light is the worst thing. Oh my God. And smells. Oh, there are some smells that I might like when I'm, when I don't have a migraine, but then Oh, there, there's some smells that are just the worst. So I, I will purposely, like if I buy a candle or, or some, something else, I have to be very careful about what smells that I will buy because I know that this is a safe smell if I get a migraine. So, so yeah, I have to be very, very careful about which smells I surround myself with. And then there are some foods too that are kind of the same things like, Okay, this this is a safe food. Maybe maybe on a good regular day, for instance, this is this is a, a an okay food. But then when I have a migraine, uh uh-uh, uh, this is the grossest food to me. Or I get cravings too. I'll get cravings either before or during my migraines. It's it's so weird. 
or like, like, yeah, I, I will love this food. But when I have a migraine, it can be the most disgusting food to me. I have a question. Yeah. This is something I, I don't really know. So most of what you've just said to me, I don't ever get that when I get a migraine. And you are lucky. So my question is, when you get the, is there like a certain severity your migraine gets to before those things start happening? No. Or, or is it you could have a very minor migraine, but it would just screw your taste up completely? Yeah, or I can. Like that. I can actually have a very minor migraine because some of these actually come before the migraine. Um, Interesting. So there is actually, and I can actually hop into this right now. There's actually phases of a migraine. There's there's actually four phases of a migraine. Okay. Okay. So there's called a prodome. And this comes, it, this comes, you can say, like, f- two phases before. So there's a prodome, an aura, the attack, and then a postdrome. Okay? Okay. So the prodome is, like, it can come, it says, one or two days before migraine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and when I heard about this, I was like, okay, this is interesting. So what this is, is you might start to notice changes. You might start to all of a sudden start craving things. And it's it's not quite when you start to get the aura, but you might all of a sudden start to be like, oh, I'm starting to crave ooh chocolate or I might start to crave salty things. And all of a sudden you're starting to crave these things, right? Or you start to get more tired. If you start to notice changes in your body, like, and, you know, obviously females might, might, might notice different changes and they're like, okay, is this... Is this my time of month or is this this? But if you notice changes that aren't normally there, you might be like, okay, I'm getting, I'm starting to get an attack. Sometimes you can take actual, uh, you can actually do things to, to prevent it or to lessen it. Usually I don't notice it. I recently kind of found out about this. So certain things you can do to, to lessen it. Like if you're noticing like, oh, I'm, I'm craving salty things. Sometimes you can do like I've, I've read, you can do like a sports drink or something because you're craving electrolytes. But then the next one is aura. So I talked real, real briefly on that. The aura is when you get the things such as the ringing in the ears, perhaps you get maybe the spotty eyes where you're seeing something or you start to lose vision and then maybe maybe you get the nauseous too. So there's there's all those those weird things that come along with it. But I think only about 50% of people maybe get the aura. So like for instance, you said you pretty much don't get an aura at all. Maybe you get a little bit of I mean, I get nauseous, off. but I don't ever get nauseous like before the migraine. I get right. I get and, nauseous and because of the migraine. Exactly, exactly. So I don't think it's so, an aura. Right. Well, and that that's you can get aura either before or during a migraine. So, so I have a, I have a tendency. I used to never ever get an aura, but now I get it sometimes before, and then all of a sudden I'll get it during too. So sometimes I'm like, oh, oh, I'm starting to lose my vision, and then I'm like, oh, well, there it is. But I will only get it like very shortly beforehand, maybe half a day to to a day. But then, and then you get the the migraine. So then the postdrome, what that is, is you all of a sudden are like 
your your migraine is done, then you get super exhausted after, and you might get it says like euphoric, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because it's like, oh my gosh, my migraine is done, and your body is just kind of almost excited that it's done, and it's it's got a little bit of energy because of that, but mostly your body is kind of trying to recover, so it's it's exhausted. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm. I'm almost always in one of these phases, it feels like, because I've been living with these migraines so often lately that I'm almost always like before a migraine, during a migraine, or after a migraine. So if you have a migraine, you don't always get one of these auras, which is, like I said, one of these accompanying features, but you can get it either before or during one of these attacks. So if you don't get one, hey, lucky you. But if you do, yeah, that sucks real hardcore. And then you get to, you know, sit in a dark room or sit with an ice pack or figure out some food that works with it. And like for me, I'm, you know, I'm definitely a comfort food kind of person. I'll go with, you know, grilled cheese or, and usually I think the reason I go with something cheesy or whatever, I'll go with either cheesy or sweet because it's like, if it's cheesy, that means probably that, yeah, I'm craving electrolytes. Or if it's sweet, then that's, I, I can't remember what that one was, but it's like my body is craving the way other end of this the scale. This whole, so, this whole migraine thing seems to be really, really freaking complex, which I guess is. makes well, sense and, because it's the brain and the brain just right. doesn't make any sense on the things it does. Yeah, I was thinking about that right before we did this episode. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be one of the most complex episodes that we've done. And I thought, wait, but we attack, we we attack like mental things each week. But then I'm like, well, we break it down week by week. But this is so complicated. And, and I think that's why I just haven't, haven't fully understood it up until this point. And I have been suffering since probably senior year of high school, which was 2001, and it is now 2022. So I've been suffering for like, what is that, 21 years? Oh my God, that's a long time. And it's it's been incrementally worse. Like when I started, it was like, okay, I've got a little bit of a headache, a little bit of headache. And, you know, it kept getting worse and worse to the point where it was, it got pretty, pretty debilitating. And, uh, and now, you know, when it, when I started, like I said, I didn't get any auras. And when I go into my my doctor stuff, it says migraine without aura. And every time I go in there, I really want to switch it and say with aura, but there's no spot in there. Like I can't edit it. And I really want to be like, can I just switch this and say I have auras now? But now I actually go see a, a neurologist. I started seeing a neurologist this year. So, and I, and I wonder if everybody that has a gets migraines does have an aura. It's just the people that they say don't have an aura. Right. They don't realize what their aura is. Now, because like I never thought of myself as having an aura. Right. But now that I think about it when I do get a migraine, there is always a telltale sign with something with my eyes. And I usually take my right. contacts out and maybe that, that has nothing to do with my contacts per se like i associate it with it like tr- my my yeah. pink my contacts are acting up i better get them out of my eye but maybe that has nothing to do 
with my contacts themselves. Maybe that's actually just an aura right. of my oncoming migraine. That that could very well be true. You know, and and it's funny because I read something the other day about the ringing in the ear, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce what it's called. It starts with a T, and I was like, it's like, oh yeah, you can get this either before or during. And then as I was reading it, my ears started to ring and I was like, I wonder how often I actually get this and don't realize that I get this because it's just one of those things that I, I think I just get and don't pay attention to. Or, or was that just a placebo effect? No, because I did. You read it and you're like, hmm, look at that. (laughs) Because I actually did get that either later that day or the next day. And I, I think I get that more often than I realize I just, you know, sort of put it in the background, don't realize. But yeah, it's it's just one of those those really interesting things that that is it's just progressed over these years. And and it's it is it is so, so complicated. And that's why I wanted to do an episode about this, because it is as complicated, if not more complicated than mental illness. Probably about the same because, because like I said, mental illness is just so wild. Mm-hmm. And for me to have both, it's incredibly fun. And um, I had I had a meeting with a, uh, he wasn't exactly a neurologist. He's a, a counselor the other day. And uh, we were talking about things that I can do to, to help this. And then we were talking about a diet. And, and I said, yeah, and you know, sometimes I snack with things that I shouldn't snack on. And, and I said, you know, and that's, that's not good, but sometimes I give in because, because of my bipolar and you just want to eat comfort food. And so that's great. You know, that's great that I have two things. And, and he's like, yeah, you know, and, but sometimes we just gotta do what we want to do. And, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just so lucky with everything that I have, but, but, you know, I think you just gotta, deal with the hand that you're given and and like like he said too I'm trying to I'm trying to change or or go back to maybe little things that I went that I used to do and um and he said you know you you just have to take one thing at a time um but I'll I'll kind of talk about my meeting with him in a sec but what I want to do now is I'll kind of talk about my history I guess and um so like I said, I started getting migraines when I was in high school. I was a senior and they weren't, they weren't great, but they weren't bad. And they got, they got worse and worse fairly quickly. I mean, I was able to do college, no, no troubles, whatever. I didn't have to, I don't think I had to miss any classes or anything like that, but I would go to, I would go to the doctor and be like, so, you know, I'm having migraines. This is not great. Can we get me on something? And I went on, I think, two different medications. I know one gave me a rash because I'm really awesome with medication and side effects. So obviously I went off of that one. And I don't remember, I think, like I said, I think I went on another one and that didn't work, obviously. And so then I just gave up on that kind of thing for a while because whatever, I was just dealing with it. I I just, I deal with pain. (laughs) So So then I just, like I said, I dealt with it for a long, long time. And then it just got so bad this year. So bad. So finally, I think, I think it was you, Eric, that 
that said, you know, you got to do something about this. So because this was the year I started losing. Well, actually, I guess it was last year. Technically, I started losing so much weight that for Christmas, I went over to my parents' house and my mom is handing me like she made probably twice the amount of food and then sent a bunch home with us, which, hey, not such a bad thing, right? To get extra food and then pretty much take it off right away anyway. I mean, I could eat as much food as I wanted and just take it off because I was just so nauseous any time that I, that I ate. And um, so, I mean, it's not healthy, but it was as a personal, you know, I didn't mind it. And along the lines of you were talking about how you went on this long hiatus of not really doing anything about your your migraines. And, and I would highly recommend this to anybody that's out there. The reason why I told you to go and try and do something about it was because it had been probably 10 years since you really had a conversation with the doctor about your migraines. And, yeah, and I mean, and I would, I would mention it every, you know, I'd be like, yeah. But as long as you're not pushing for something, the doctor's going to be be like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let us know if that gets worse or whatever. And it's like in 10 years in medical world, there can be a lot of advance, advancements right. and things like this. So if, you, if you're ha- suffering from an issue like this and you haven't talked to a doctor seriously about it in multiple, multiple years, go see your doctor because there might be some cure-all drug out there now that that could just totally eliminate this problem you're just being riddled with. Yeah. I can tell it's... you I don't think with migraines that there is a cure-all drug yet. No. But, but you know, it's worth asking because, yeah, it's, I mean, in it's 10 true. years, it's a world of a difference between what it, it was 10 years ago medically and what they have available to it's them true. now. It's true. So. I mean, in it's it's especially to the point of where where I was, you know, because I had never I had never at that point back in the day to now, you know, where I had never gotten the auras and everything like that. And I had maybe gotten sick once. And then to this point, you know, maybe every other month or every month I was getting sick because of migraines. I had to spend days in bed and everything and I was at my lowest weight you know and my mom's sending me home food which hey that's not such a bad thing however <laughs> when you when you really put all of it together you you're thinking this is not a great thing so I I had to finally go to the doctor and say okay so here's where I'm at I am not in a good place I am getting auras I'm getting sick I am I'm at this. So then my doctor said, okay, so as a general practitioner, this is all that I can do. We have one or two pills that we can try to put you on, but then we can give you a, a recommendation for a neurologist. And I went to a neurologist and uh, the, the pill that my, my general practitioner gave me, it was not a great one. And, um, so, but they they put me on it just basically so I could go to my neurologist and be like, this is the last thing we tried. But, uh, so I went to the neurologist and I was not a big fan of him, but that's, that's my personal feeling just because it, it just, like I said, I've said in past, past episodes, you have to be comfortable with, with who you meet and all that stuff. So I am going to go see a different one in January, but as I think about it, I don't necessarily think this neurologist was a bad person or anything. 
I just, I don't know if I was comfortable with what he told me or who he was, but I also think it's partially because, uh, I don't know, maybe it was that he didn't listen to me, but I think neurologists, because I did, I did meet with another one too. I think it's partially that maybe once you get so smart or something like that, that you, that, that you lose a little bit of a bedside manner. I'm not sure if that makes sense. I think I think the proper way to say it is highly intellectual people tend to have they have a different they have a different personality than per se like yeah. like they're not going to be in most situations they're not going to be flamboyant lightly like like charming people they right. they have kind of a flat intellectual right they say it how the, it is maybe yeah and and that just comes with. If you're going to be a neurologist, you have to be at a certain IQ level, and people at that certain IQ level don't quite have... Right. They just... And that's not to say that they can't. So if there's a neurologist hurting and it's like, what are you talking about? I have the best personality in the world. You might. But a lot of them are very intellectual, and it's just like try to sit down and read a book by a psychologist. It's boring as shit because (laughs) the way they talk. Yeah, it's it's, it's very true. It's in in the... the grammar they use and stuff is way beyond what a normal person right. says. So it's just dry, just dry. Right. And, and I think a neurologist has that same right. thing. Right. And I, and, and I'm not saying like, and, and I, I imagine I could, could easily meet somebody out there that, that could, that could be just fine. Like, like I know apparently my friend's, uh, my friend's brother is a neurosurgeon. I believe it is. And and I'm I'll bet you he's got the greatest personality. I although when he's a doctor, who knows? Because um, y- you know I don't know how he is as a doctor, but I I love the guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, but like when I so I met with an, an online neuro neurologist, and I and I, again she was just she was fine. Mm-hmm. And I think so. I think it's kind of the same thing. Like like I don't know. So so yeah. I have I have a meeting with somebody in in January and I guess kind of whatever she says I'm going to kind of take with with a grain of salt and and probably go with. My main thing is is that I don't know if I want to do the um the botox, but if that's that would be the third time <laughs> the third time hearing it so that I would have to do it. I wouldn't have to do it. I would just do it because but I did finally get some medication that I think is kind of working. And and to clarify, um, Botox is because I don't know about other people, but when right. my, when I hear Botox, I immediately yeah, go to like think... some sort of plastic surgery or yeah, something because I think no. that's commonly used. But but Botox is Botox injections are one of the most common ways that they use to try and mitigate migraines yeah. for people. Yeah, and and ironically, with as many earrings as I have, I have an issue with needles. I don't know, and it's it's weird, but I. I'm just like I don't know if that's the one that I want to go with, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try anyway. But I was just like I don't know if this dude listened to me, whatever, whatever. But I I think I think that was okay. But in the meantime, between trying this other one, I did go to an online uh, an online neurologist, and with that came a like a counselor, and I spoke with him about a half a week ago. And it was kind of interesting. I almost canceled the appointment because of some stuff going on. And I didn't. 
And it was, it was really actually kind of cool. He was a really sweet guy. And I told him, I was like, so my migraines were, were a lot better when we were in Portugal. And I think it was just because we were moving every day. So I've been trying to do yoga since we got back. And I was eating a little bit healthier while we were there. Less refined sugar and processed stuff, whatever, whatever. I don't know what she's talking about, man. I can remember several meals in Portugal that was just like, they could have just, probably would have been healthier if they would have just stuck a pound of butter in front I know. of me. know. Yeah, but but I haven't but I wasn't snacking on stuff from like packages if that makes sense. So, so I think that's that's sometimes my main thing is that I'll just be getting like sugary stuff just to make me happy, like licorice and whatever. So, uh so I said, you know, I think my main goal is that I want to try to make sure that I do yoga every day or at least a little bit and then I want to just get rid of the the processed goods and whatever because I think that'll help me so he he was just like yeah I think that's those are some really good goals so you so what are what what we should do is if you pick one of those start with it and then we can meet in two weeks and then we'll talk see how you're doing and then maybe we can we can start try to hit another goal or something like that and then he's like just focus on one for now and and like knowing me I wanted to try to tackle too much at one time but he's like just focus on one don't don't try to do too much and um and at the end of that I was like all raring to set up an appointment with him and then about 10 minutes later I was almost not going to set up an appointment with him because that's just the way I am and I was like I could do this on my own no problem and then I forced myself to set up an appointment with him partially because I know that if I did not set up an appointment with him, I would not keep myself accountable. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like what we talked about, and I I think it was the last uh, um the last episode that we had is is that like if you have somebody to help you through things, like if you're trying to change the way that you're doing things or whatever, and if you have somebody, it's it's a huge huge help. And I knew that if I didn't have him to report to and say, you know what, I'm doing this every single day. And he taught me a tip. He said, I used to have a yoga instructor. And on the days that I couldn't do stuff, they said, move, do three movements every day. And I thought, that is just, and that is, that is just so great. So there's, cause there's days that I cannot do an entire yoga series, but if I can just do, you know, down dog warrior two, whatever, that's great. Mm-hmm. So now if I can do that and then I can report to him in two weeks and then say, okay, now we're going to do this, whatever. But if I didn't set that appointment, I don't know <laughs> how honest I would be with myself and with him. So, and yeah, I could have Eric on my side. That's great. But also I think it's great to be able to report to him too. So I think... I think that's just a huge, huge step. So, um, but then there is one other thing that I want to make sure that we talk about is I did learn also from one of my, one of my uh, neurologists that I talked to was actually an online one was that. So apparently since I've been suffering for so long, there's these things called triggers. They're not necessarily things that like the actual causes of your migraines but they're things that once they build up they cause your migraines so for instance uh like 
bad weather, the, your time of month, things you eat, drinking alcohol, whatever. All those things combined, those things, if, if you have too many of them, they can cause your migraine. Does that make sense to you? Somewhat. So if you build up so many of those, you're going to have a migraine, perhaps a worse migraine, perhaps a less migraine. So picture those in a glass, okay? I, I saw a picture of this the other day, and it was really great. So if you put too many of those in a glass, your glass overflows. So too many as in? Too many tr- triggers. So, okay, so I drank something bad. I It's my time of month. Oh, no, the weather's bad. Oh, okay, I see what... So you stack them up. So it's not just overflows. eating things. It's eating certain things yeah, that trigger. Yeah, certain things that you okay. shouldn't eat. Because because it's a, the way you had described it originally yeah. to me, it sounded like you were saying anytime you eat things, you're stacking yeah, something, sorry. and it's like, well, what are you supposed to do to prevent that? Stop eating? Yeah. No, I mean, no, it's like it's like refined sugar. Like technically, I, I'm technically like caffeine can help uh, migraines, but in but in, in, if you a if reasonable I, amount, I'm assuming correct, not. like a reasonable amount. However, if I drink Diet Coke. That has refined sugar, or not refined sugar. It has the fake, fake sugar. sugar. Yeah, correct. So I shouldn't be drinking that. I should be drinking tea instead. So if I drink too much Diet Coke or Coke Zero, that can add up. So mm. if I put all these things into a cup and then that cup overflows, that comes a migraine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are my triggers. Well, now. Because I've had migraines for so long, it's almost like my cup has gotten smaller. So my triggers are just like I, I get I it get It takes triggered. a lot less to get trigger a migraine. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So basically when my neurologist told me that, I just kinda wanted to say, Oh cool, I'm screwed. <laughs> so that's why I get so many more migraines these days. Because I, I just I've had it for so long. So that I, I just, I can't, I can't get away from this. Like anything, not but, anything triggers a migraine, but so much more. And then also like when you take, uh, when you take so many more pills. So like if I take eight Excedrin per day, that's not going to work anymore. Which I mean, obviously that's going to work. Do that for anything. If you, if you're in chronic pain and, and you take, you know, ibuprofen every day, and that's going to be the same across the board, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be taking painkillers every day, obviously. But it, it's it's kind of like all these all these things are just build up, right? So I, I don't want to be taking Excedrin or whatever I use to to do painkillers. So I just want to do. I, I just have to kind of. You want to eliminate the things that are going into that cup as much as you possibly can. Right. Because the longer you make that cup before it spills over, the fewer migraines you have. And over time, you will start to have less migraines because right. you're not having as many migraines. Right. And that's why that's why I kind of have to kind of work on moving every day at least a little bit. And I have to work on the refined sugar, the the processed goods and all that. And I have to make sure that I'm eating as healthy as possible and and all that stuff. So I have to try to be as good a girl as possible and and all that. So so I have to try to do better painkiller and and all that. So I have to try to 
pay attention to whatever kind of neurologist or doctor and and all that mm-hmm. so so yeah it's it's been a it's been a journey and and yeah so it's kind of like whenever anybody says you know i have a headache i have a migraine i have this you know just give them the benefit of the doubt because they they might they might not be be uh faking it because i know i i don't i don't fake that if i have if i say i have a migraine i really do i i don't actually lie about that one so and always keep in mind that you know if somebody says they have a migraine headache and they can't do something and then don't look at it and evaluate it from your perspective and be like well i've i've never had a headache that would make me not be able to do that but Realize that everybody's headaches are different. Everybody mm-hmm. reacts to those headaches differently. And you just have to realize that maybe you can manage a headache better than some other people can. Or maybe you simply have never had a headache like that person is having that you're talking right. to right now. You know, because that is entirely possible. Right. It, it it's, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, and then the other thing, again, is like, you know, who knows? Maybe... Maybe 10 years down the line, Eric is going to start getting migraines the way that I get migraines because he's going to simply be worn down and he's going to be like, oh, these are these are the kind of migraines that you got because now now I'm worn down and now I can only put so many triggers into to my cup and and what whatnot. And and then I'm just going to be so worn down that I can only have one trigger in my cup. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean. I think I think really the moral is is that no matter what we talk about is that you can't really compare yourself to somebody else unless you're saying, you know what? I get this bad. So if I'm this bad, it seems like they might be twice as bad or whatever. You know, the only way that you can compare yourself is be like, "Oh my gosh, if I get like this, it sounds like they're way worse." I mean, you can't say that, "My gosh, I only get like this and if I'm only like this, I I, I I could bear it. They they should be able to bear it. I mean... And, and you have to understand that there is 150 different reasons. I mean, maybe that person doesn't have a worse headache than you've had. But maybe that person just can't handle that headache as well as you can. Right. Maybe that person... You know, it's, it's just like if you ever talk to somebody and they disagree with you about a point that so clearly seems obvious to you that you're right and they're exactly. not. You have to... You have to not get mad at them because they don't understand your perspective. You have to realize that they have a different perspective. They see that in a different way, and that's why you don't agree. And there is nothing you can do to convince them of your view, and there is nothing that you can do to truly understand their view because you just can't see it the way they see it. Exactly. You can't feel a migraine the way somebody else might feel a migraine. Right. It's it's so true. I mean, there were times that I would – just get to the point where I was just like, you know what, I I can just deal with the pain because I just have to. And then there's days where I'm just like, this is making me so exhausted and I can't do a gosh darn thing about it. And I just need to go try to sleep it off or whatever, you know? I mean, it it really all depends on, on what kind it is. And honestly, you shouldn't have to justify yourself to anybody about what it is. And, and honestly, for me, it kind of came down to the point of if my migraine is this bad, why should I go out and, 
and hang out with people or, or do whatever with people because I'm not going to have any fun. So why should I be any, like, it's not going to be any fun for me. It's not going to be any fun for them because I'm not going to be any fun or anything. So come on, Tracy, you know, all those people are fake happy too. It's so, so. true. I know. And they don't pay attention to me anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's true. I know half of them are probably faking it and then half of them have headaches or migraines. No, I don't meet that many people who get migraines, honestly. Or that don't talk about the migraines they get. It, that That's is the biggest that part. That is true. Too. No, I know. Honestly, the the one person that I know that gets migraines worse than me, I, I made friends with just because he had migraines. So you're looking at me confused. Almost. Well, I, I think I know a person that, that um, gets worse migraines than you, but I don't know if I, it's the person you're talking about or not. So because you said you made friends with them for the purpose that they get worse migraines than well, you? Well, not, I mean, we didn't like make friends. We, we just, we would always talk about our migraines. Okay. So, I mean, and then I, so we could just talk about it and be like, oh, man, you sound like you're hurting today, man. That that really sucks. So, so yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to know that, that somebody's got your back and mm-hmm. and all that. So, so, yeah. It just, I mean, it obviously sucks to know that somebody has a migraine. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean... I feel like I feel like not enough people are kind of aware of it. They just always say like, "Oh, using that excuse, aren't you?" I feel like that's one of the easiest excuses that people use. Hmm. Like, "Yep, I had a headache. I can't do this again today." But or they think that that you've got a headache because you've been drinking or something, which I can Well, that's most, a really common one, yeah. 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 And I can most positively say I have not been doing. So, so yeah. But uh but yeah, I mean, if somebody says that they've got a headache or a migraine, just uh, just think twice before judging them because I promise you, there's a there's a lot that that comes along with it. And and honestly, if they say they've got a headache, they might it might actually be worse than a headache. They might just say uh, a headache because I mean, man, it's it it gets complicated just to and, to explain it all the time. And. Don't don't ever judge anybody for a headache or a migraine because don't judge people for things you can't understand. <laughs> I was say, just don't and judge And that's not them. something you can you can not know how the, what they're going through. You absolutely it is true. there is no way you can convince me that you can you you know exactly what that person is going through because yeah maybe true. you have had a headache but you have no idea how your headache compares to their headache. It's true. So it's, I mean, honestly, sometimes I think that my neurologists don't even know what I'm going through. Like mm. I go there and, and they're like, well, they so. absolutely don't now. I know. Cause it's like, they're like, how, how long have you been, you know, like how many days a week do you suffer from a migraine? And I'm like, Ooh, I'm lucky if I get one day off. And they're like, oh, r- really? And I'm like, yeah, right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's kind of funny, but so, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the main thing. Like I said, it was a little bit of a different episode this week, but, um, but it's it's kind of a complex one, and I didn't want you guys to uh, like. I guess I wanted to let you guys into another facet of my life, and and kind of let you guys know something else that that maybe has a stigma and that you should know a little bit more about that you shouldn't judge anybody for. Mm-hmm. So, 
and and maybe if you guys have something like this that maybe you guys can can start talking about too because my gosh we shouldn't stay quiet about this either so and and i mean heck go get help for it if you do because it took me forever and i mean i'm not saying that i'm that i'm there yet that i'll ever be there but i'm getting i'm getting help a, a little bit i'm i'm getting i'm getting a little bit better i'm starting to I'm I'm taking some supplements. I'm I'm uh I'm getting there. So, do you have anything else that you wanna? I don't think so, man. I always like I always say on to the end of every episode. You talk too I've much. I've smoken too much. So nah, nah. Sometimes I think I talk a little bit too much, and then I'm like, oh shoot, Eric but, hasn't talked enough. Well, yet. somebody has to talk on the podcast. So I mean, we can't just both sit here and be like we're talking too much and sit in silence. So, ah, oh, might be a good. <laughs> fun podcast then so i don't know so uh well you know what i see that in two weeks our episode is about resolutions it's apparently that time of year eric oh god i know do you have any resolutions i never make resolutions i don't i have the resolution to work less this next year oh you can be my resolution that won't happen though because I'll just make my life less busy, and then I'll just make it busy again. So that's yeah. what how I roll. You can't ever sit still, though. So no, I never make any resolutions. I just sort of along the way say, "Well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this." But honestly, I figure that if you have to wait until the new year to, to make resolutions, you're just not going to do it anyway. Well, see, now you just made me look bad because I want to clarify that I didn't make this resolution because it's the oh, new I, year. I, I just make resolutions at different times in my life where I say there's time to make a change and I'm making this change. Oh. It's not because, oh, it's almost the end of the year. I have to come up with something to do because that's what we do. Well, if you guys are looking for some more interesting stuff well, or not so interesting stuff, I don't know how you see it. We're, we're on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, if you have anything cool to say, you can email us at stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And like I said, we're going to be back in two weeks. All right. And hold on, though. I have one more thing. Uh-oh. I don't think I've ever told anybody on this podcast about I have another podcast, and it's called Normalized Crime. Yeah. You should check it out if you're interested. It's the story of a gentleman who was in the Latin Kings for multiple years, and just his story of being in the Latin Kings, he inevitably went to prison for actions that he took while he was a Latin king, and now he's out rebuilding his life. So if that is a topic of interest to you, I highly recommend you check it out. It's on your favorite podcast player, or you can go to normalizedcrime.com. Definitely check it out, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you guys later.